Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a wonderful week. Hope you're enjoying your summer. This week's shear is sponsored by Moish and Sarochel Lauer. Thank you so much. For future dedications or sponsorships, please reach out to 845-367-2959. This past week, I went to an amusement park with my wife and kids. We had a lovely day. Had a great time. Good bonding time. Just enjoying a day out, a Sunday off. And there was another Avrich in man, another man learning in Kill, whatever you want to call him. And he was all dressed, dressed for a shul. He was wearing his hat, his jacket. And a friend of mine came over to me and jokingly asked, do you think he's more yeshivish than me? So jokingly I said, nah, he's not more yeshivish. He's just more from than you. And he laughed and we moved on. And then a couple of days ago, I was having a discussion with my mother and we were discussing this dialogue, the joke, what I said, and as we were talking, it became more apparent to me that it wasn't really a joke. The joke that I said that he's more from, it's true. He's actually more from. And this may seem or come off as extreme, but I just want to explain. In short, the reason why people wear hats and jackets and they walk around with the quote-unquote yeshivish garb is because it represents hachna, shvelos, humility, lowering oneself down, wearing black hat, a black jacket, not being out there, being a little more humble, closed in. We wear a hat for davening to come to the Kisei HaKavah, to come to the Malach Malachem Lachem with Achna, Shvelos, the same idea. If a person's wearing a hat and a jacket to an amusement park, although one can have the intention just to look more yeshivish, that's probably not the reason. The reason is probably a loftier, more exalted intention, which is because he wants to guard his eyes. A hat reminds us that there's someone on top of us, that's the Indian of a kippa, a yarmulke, yirei malka, to remember that there is a higher power, that we're not just here to do and look and say what we want. There's someone on top of us. There's an Abish there on top. Ayin Roya, Ayin Shamas. Hashem is watching. Hashem is seeking. He's looking who's really committed to Him. He's looking to see who's going to fight. And although one, of course, can fight without a hat, I'm not trying to bring out the Indian or importance of wearing a hat in an amusement park or even for davening. That's not what I'm here to say. I'm here to say that if a person's wearing a hat, He's wearing a jacket in an amusement park. When it's hot outside, when everyone else is sweating and complaining about the heat, when a yid shows up in his garb, while it may look bizarre or funny to a guy, to Western civilization, to a yid, we should realize that he's not trying to fake anyone. He's not trying to look a certain par. He's trying to be the most authentic. It's coming from a place of tamimiskite. It's coming from a place of purity. It's coming from a place of real recognition that there's a higher power. And when that brim is down over his eyes, or he feels the heaviness of the hat on top of his head, and there's someone walking by, or there's something playing, and that reminds him. The hat tells him, wait, there's someone atop you. My brim is down. I can't see so well. Should I should I pursue or should I restrain? Am I going to be resilient or am I going to fail? It's a reminder. It serves as a reminder. And definitely when people are making negative remarks, when people are even making jokes, although they may sound funny or maybe we agree with them, I think this place to open up, to realize it's not an extreme, it's actual from kite. It's the truth. It's the MS. And it's something that deep down, Hopefully not so deep. We all pursue, we all care for, we all aspire for. And sometimes you can find ourselves saying, wait, but there's a line. Wait, but that's extreme. But the answer is that everyone has their different lines, their own boundaries. And when someone is doing something that represents true godless, purity and holiness, it shouldn't be mocked, it shouldn't be put down. Rather, we can look and say, Ashrecha. We can say, maybe we're not holding there. Maybe that's a level that's beyond us. But ultimately, it's a high level. It's a beautiful level. 
And instead of putting people down and filling the void that we have in ourselves by putting others down, by putting those that are doing good in a negative light, in an extreme light, perhaps instead of putting them down, we should put them up, hold them on a higher pedestal and say, perhaps I'm not there now, but it's definitely a place to strive for. And if we're not there now, at least on the sidelines, instead of putting them down, we can see the beauty. We can see what they're doing. We can see their mission and applaud their trade-in of the standards of Western culture for Yerushalayim and Yerushchet, for a holy and lofty battle to overcome the Yitzhahara and to glorify and be Mikhaad Hashem Shemayim. In this week's parasha, we find the mitzvah of Maisa, of giving Maisa to the Kahanim. The Torah says, You should set aside every year a tenth of your yield and give it to the Kayin. Now the reason for this mitzvah, why do we give Maisa? The Torah tells us, in order that the Kayin should be Give these tithes, give the Maisa to the Kayin, says the Ramban, in order that the Kahanim should be able to detach themselves from all worldly matters, not have to worry about Parnosa, and just be able to learn Lishma and to have more Yerushamayim for Hashem. That is the reason, says the Torah itself, for the mitzvah of Maiser. Now it's very interesting. The Gemara in Tainus tells us, the famous Pasuk, that Hashem says, you can test me with this mitzvah. You give Maiser, and I'll do my part. What's my part? What's Hashem's part? What's the divine promise? I'm going to bestow upon you bracha, blessing, arblidai. That there's no limit, limitless bracha. From here it emerges that the reason why Hashem is willing to give all the bracha in the world to anyone who gives meiser is in order that they should facilitate and increase more Torah learning, more Torah lishma, pure, holy, unadulterated Torah, and more Yerushalayim, more heavenly fear. The Chassam Sofer says the reason why Hashem specifically chose this mitzvah to test Him, even though nowhere else in the Torah do we find that we're allowed to test HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's a Pasuk. The Pasuk tells us, Loi tenasu es Hashem. Do not test Hashem. So why over here specifically in this mitzvah of Maiser? So the Chassam Sofer says, because Torah Lishma and Yerushamayim, Hashem is willing to pay any price tag. It's the greatest treasure. It's the greatest giving back that we can do to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Him. And if we do that, Hashem is willing to give us anything. So if we're willing to invest in the Kahanim's learning, in their Torah Lishma, in their Yerushamayim, Hashem is willing to give us bracha arblidai. It's not only the Torah and the Yerushamayim of the Kahanim that Hashem beseeches. Rather, it is the Torah and Yerushamayim, the constant battle, the constant fight against the Yitzhahara to learn more Torah, to have more Yerushamayim. This applies, of course, to men and applies to women as well, letting their husbands learn, helping their kids, steigen learning, growing learning, growing Yerushamayim. What it means to be Shomer Einayim. We have all these new initiatives out there. There's Vayimayim. Tens of thousands of people are watching these videos for Shmir Einayim. The whole world is involved. Why? Because it's a struggle. And we all know it's a struggle. And the Torah is telling us that Hashem is willing to bestow all of the bracha in the world. Who wants to be zeichet to that? That Hashem should tell you, I'm willing to bestow on you everything. For what? For more Yerushamayim. For more Torah Lishma. When we help ourselves, our family, our husbands, our wives, our grandparents, our cousins and friends, our neighbors, with more Torah, with more Yerushalayim. It's not just sitting by a Gemara. It's not just closing your eyes. It's raising awareness. It's being Marbek Kavayt 
It's inculcating Hashem's presence into the lives of everyone around us, creating an ema of fear and the simcha. Gilu birada. We're about to go into Elul. Gilu birada. Rejoice in awe, in fear. There's two aspects, and it's possible to have both. As we go into Shabbos Mavarchim, Chaydish El, we begin the journey through El, Yom and Ram, Sukkis, the Yerachi Sanim, the highest month of the year. Let's not forget, it boils down to more Torah, more Yerushamayim. Something that we know, we heard the Shmuz already. We already heard the Chizik, we already went to the Asifa. It's never enough. These things are Tzrichim Chizuk Tamid. They constantly need more and more Chizik to be more inspired, to hear it again, because Hashem is willing to give everything for it. And we can't forget that bracha. We can't forget, and we can't forget that we need to do our part in order to tap in, to be to merit that bracha. The Ebesh is a helfin. All of us that are willing to fight, willing to step up to the plate, to increase our own Yerushamayim, our own Yerushchet, not just for ourselves, but for others as well, to bring Hashem's presence into all of our lives, even when sometimes it might be uncomfortable, it might be hot, it might be looked or perceived as strange, bizarre, not in compliance with social standards, especially of Western civilization, it's okay. We say that on Purim, but it's an application for the entire year, that we should not be embarrassed or ashamed forever. We operate differently. We have a different standard. We're governed by a different rule book, by the Torah Daisha. And the Torah wants us to increase no matter what. In our Avaidah, in our Torah, in our Yira, this investment is one not to miss. Because if you ever want to be Zaycha to all the Bracha in the world, Bracha Ablidai, this is where it's at. May we be Zaycha all to increase, to bring Hashem's Shechina into our lives and to others, to be Marbek Vachemaim, go into El Yom and Iram with a Chizik, with connection, excitement, and Bignachas to Akadish Baruchu, and may we be all Zaycha to the Bracha. Of our Yikaisi Bracha Ablidai, the Bracha of never ending bounty from the ultimate bestower of all good. I hope you enjoyed. I thank each and every one of you for listening, and I wish you all a wonderful Shabbos.